1: Yesterday's episode ended with uh, the newly converted Saul having to be snuck out of Damascus um, so that he would not die. And today we have Saul arriving in Jerusalem. Now this is a big deal because if you remember at the beginning of Acts chapter 8, um, Saul, when he was persecuting the church, he's persecuting them in such of a way that, that people, um, that Christians really leave Jerusalem, right? that they disperse. And that is true, that Christians were dispersed to Judea and Samaria, but there are still a lot of Christians in Jerusalem. I mean, there there are a lot of Christians there. There's a big group of Christians that are still there. And Saul is going back there, which is a pretty big deal because some of the major apostles are still there. And so think about this. This guy is coming back um, to Jerusalem. He's coming back now as someone who's converted, who's apparently preaching Christ, but he left Jerusalem to go imprison Christians. And so you can imagine some tension for the Christians as this Saul is coming back and they're wondering, okay, is this legit or is this guy faking us? Like Maybe he's just trying to get in with us and then he's going to kill us. There's all kinds of questions. And so listen to what happens in verse 26. It says, When he arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to associate with the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, since they did not believe that he was a disciple. Barnabas, however, took him and brought him to the apostles and explained to them how Saul had seen the Lord on the road and that he talked to him. And how in Damascus he had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. Saul was coming and going with them in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He conversed and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they attempted to kill him. And when the brothers found out, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So the church throughout all of Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace, being built up and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, and it increased in numbers. And so, you really, this is kind of—I'm um, not saying there's there's not something to glean from this because there is, and we'll look at this in just a second. Um, but it's kind of just a passage letting us know Saul's state as he's coming back to Jerusalem because his start for a believer is kind of rocky, isn't it? I mean, Ananias in chapter nine earlier is kind of scared to talk to him, right? But he does because the Holy Spirit tells too. And then the Jews are trying to kill Saul, so he has to sneak out of Damascus. And now here, the Christians, instead of welcoming him with open arms, are really nervous and afraid. First, because this guy was wanted to kill all these Christians. And, and then at the end, the Hellenistic Jews—these are these are Jews who uh, who had not converted yet—they're attempting to kill Saul. I mean, it's all these crazy, crazy things, right? Um, and so there's a lot of a lot of wild stuff going on here, right? Um, but isn't it cool? And, and I think this is awesome. Isn't it cool that there's a man named Barnabas? That, that Barnabas seesaw. And, and while everyone else is, is afraid, while there's people wanting to kill him, while everyone else is fearful and, and, and in trepidation by what's going on, Barnabas knows Saul's story. He, he's seen and he knows, he's heard Saul's testimony that the Lord showed up and talked to him. And he'd seen in Damascus that Saul had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. And when, when no one else was sticking up for Saul, Barnabas sticks up for him. Man, I mean, you know what? I was thinking about this reading this passage. I, I want to be a Christian, man. I want to be someone who, when I know someone gives their life to Christ and they might have come from a crazy past they might have come from a jacked up past they might have come from something I don't know what they're coming out of man I want to be someone who sticks up for my brothers in Christ I'm not saying we don't hold people accountable for for things that they do, and especially after they're following Christ. I think there's accountability there, and there's me walking with you and you pointing out things in my life and me pointing out things in yours. I mean, absolutely there's this role, but, man, I want to be a guy like Barnabas, that when everyone else is on the outs about this specific man, Barnabas says, no, guys, I've seen the difference that the gospel has made in his life. I've seen this. And he sticks up for Saul when no one else does. And sometimes we need to be that Christian, that when no one else is sticking up for our brother and sister in Christ, we're going to be that person. And so maybe especially thinking about this, who's a person on Sundays or who's a person on Wednesday that you could stick up for in that way? Um, I think that's just an incredible way to be Barnabas and an incredible way to be a person Um Really, really the way Jesus would offer and Jesus would add to someone because Jesus stuck up for you when no one else would, right? Jesus Jesus sticks up for that. And so um, I think it's just an interesting thing to notice here how no one else is sticking up for Saul, but this man named Barnabas does. And, and I, know about, I don't know about you, but, man, I want to be that way.
0: Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock.